0: What's going on? It's your boy, Che Cole, and you're now tuned in to episode 56 of the Cold Therapy Podcast entitled Silence the Crowd. Let's get into it. what is going on everybody it's your boy chay Cole and let's go ahead and hop into episode 56 silence the crowd there are two incidents that really stick out in my mind right now that occurred over the past few weeks that really bothered me in a sense. And it wasn't that the events themselves bothered me. It was the reaction of people, the crowd, the critics, the ones who have so much to say, right? And of course, this is facilitated through social media and all that good stuff. And let me just Say, I'm not anti-social media. I think there's just a lot of bad things that happen. But there are some good things that happen via social media. So it's not bad. It's just you have to filter out some things, right? But these two events that occurred, I kind of talk about them first and then kind of make sense of this episode. But the first was... Chad Johnson, Chad Cinco, getting into the boxing world and having a boxing match exhibition, um, you know, and he did rather well, in my opinion, but he did get knocked down in one of the final rounds and that seems to be all that everyone talks about all that everyone saw tons of jokes the pictures are of him on the ground he got back up but despite how the previous rounds went everyone focused on the knockdown And I'll go ahead and transition to the second incident that really irked me a little bit. And this actually happened in an NBA game in which Bruce Brown attempted to make a play towards the end of the game in which everyone felt like he made the dumbest play ever, right, and... Given the scenario, it could have gone a lot of different ways. Um, I think, you know, it's true. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving were on the floor at that time. And there was plenty of time to reset the play, right? But he decided it was a broken play to begin with. And so I even saw people going after like the head coach Steve Nash for not putting the ball in KD or Kyrie's hands. But when you look at the play, they were trying to do that. It broke down. Kyrie got trapped. Bruce Brown gets the ball. He has a wide open lane in his view. And so he tries to make a play. But everyone focuses on the fact that he missed the shot, right? It was a difficult shot. The defense recovered. It was a difficult shot. But people are calling him a bum or whatever the case may be, right? And no, he's not a superstar player, but he's in the NBA, right? He's on the floor for a reason. He made some big defensive stops he's been playing pretty well if you will but he's not an offensive threat right but I bring up those two scenarios to say isn't it something how everyone has so much to say about people about things that happen without actually being in the arena without actually being on the floor, in the ring, if you will. Why is that? Hindsight is always twenty-twenty. If Bruce Brown makes the shot, we don't have this discussion, right? If Chad Johnson doesn't get knocked out, he had a good showing in his boxing match. But everyone automatically focused on the negatives. No matter what you do in life, no matter what positive things, we always focus on the negatives. And why is that? Why is it that because Bruce Brown missed the shot, because Chad Johnson got knocked out, they didn't have a good performance? They didn't they're a bum now, or or whatever the case may be. I just don't get it. And the attacks on Steve Nash, and saying that was a coaching error. But when you look at the play, whenever you look at the scenario, nobody considers all the the great things they did. You know, I've always heard that In baseball, you're only as good as your last at-bat. You're only as good as your last performance. That may be true, but I think it's unfair for us to be critical of someone for attempting to make a, a play, attempting to do something good for their team. Was that... In the best interest, maybe, maybe not. Why do we automatically go to the negatives? Why does the crowd have so much to say? Who's going to jump in the boxing ring next? Who, Who's going to step in on the court next? On the court of life, a lot of people aren't taking those risks, but have so much to say about you stepping out there to start your business. Stepping out there to get a degree. And the funny thing is, no matter what you do in life, there's always a critic. There's always a crowd. If you want to be married, being single is the new thing. If you want to stay single, being married is the new thing. If you want to rent, buying a house is the new thing. If you want to buy a house, you know, prices are too high. You shouldn't buy a house right now you go to school to get a degree you know it's all about certifications <laughs> how do we silence the crowd how do we shift our perspective to say you know what they're putting in the effort they put in an attempt to do something with their life to better themselves, to help their team. So coming up, we'll discuss this just a little bit further. The scripture for this episode is Matthew chapter 27, verse 22 in the New King James Version. It reads, Pilate said to them, What then shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? They all said to him, let him be crucified. Verse 23 says, then the governor said, why? What evil has he done? But they cried out all the more, saying, let him be crucified. Now, I'm not comparing anything that I talked about anything that we go through being anywhere close to Jesus being crucified. Let's not get it twisted here. But isn't it funny how even then, just a few verses earlier, he wrote in, that being Jesus, wrote in and they yelled, Hosanna, Hosanna. And now the crowd is yelling, crucify him. I find that interesting. I find that appalling because, again, not comparing anything we go through to what Jesus had to go through, but I find it that it still happens today where people will, as Drizzy Drake put it, scream out your failures but whisper your accomplishments they're so quick to point out your flaws your issues everybody wants to give constructive criticism everybody wants to show you what you're doing wrong instead of focusing on what you've done right and in jesus's case Everybody was quick to yell crucifying, but nobody wanted to carry his cross. And I think the same thing happens today where people will crucify you, for lack of better words, but won't jump in the arena with you. They won't step into the arena for themselves. And so I think it's so important that we understand no matter what decisions you make, no matter what venture you try to start, there's always a crowd. There's always a critic. But we have to be intentional about silencing the crowd, silencing the critics, and being who God has called us to be. Being fearless and going after our dreams, our goals. So what if we fail? So what if it doesn't work out the way that we thought it would. We have to shift our perspective because a lot of us are afraid of the crowd. And so we never step into the arena. We never step onto the court because of that fear, that anxiety to step into the arena. And sometimes the crowd is even inside of ourselves. Sometimes that critic is in our own head We try to talk ourselves out of doing certain things even though we're passionate about it, even though it's what we desire to do, what we desire to achieve. We tell ourselves that we can't do it. We won't be successful. People will talk about me or people will say things. But regardless of what you do, regardless of how successful you are, there will always be a crowd, there will always be a critic. There will always be someone that points out what you could have done better or what you've did wrong and all this kind of stuff. But we have to be able to silence that critic, to silence the crowd, step out on faith, be confident in our skills and our abilities and our talents. That's why it's so important that we define success for ourselves. I love the fact that after Chad Johnson finished boxing and they interviewed him and he said, I'm proud of myself. I can scratch this off of my bucket list because it's something that he wanted to do and he, he encouraged everyone at the end that life is too short. To step out there and live. Live your life. I think that's so important. That we silence the crowd. Silence the critic. Whether it be externally or internally. Knowing who we are. Knowing what we want to accomplish. Knowing that greater is he that is in us. Knowing that all things work together for our good. That we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. It's not about what they say. It's not about what the critic says. It's not about what the crowd says. What does God say? What does his word say? We have to shift our vocabulary, shift our thinking, and that'll probably be the next episode because I think it's so important that we speak over ourselves. But that's going to do it for this episode. I hope that this episode encouraged you to silence the crowd, silence the critics. Step out there on faith. Enter the arena. As always, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Code Therapy. Visit the blog at codetherapy.com, Like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to it on leave us a rating if you will a comment and until next time i am your host Chako peace